0: Well, today we are jumping into the Word, and what's been on my heart for this week has honestly been something that Pastor Nicole was sharing on, Yeah, and uh, that was from Tuesday night. She was sharing about the authority that we can have as believers, that we do have as believers, and really the thing is, are we going to grab a hold of that authority? Yeah. Because he's given us that authority. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, but we're just going to say hi to a few more people.
1: (laughs) Sydney says hi. Greg says hi. Joni says, watching from bacon. At work. Awesome. It's great to see you all. Buddy says, hi. 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 He's right here. Hi. There he is. You can't <laughs> see his hand, but he's waving. His hand, hand. beholds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what what specifically about this were was like sticking out to you? Yeah, so
0: We're actually so, So, it sounds very Canadian. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: What's been sticking out to me as we've been reading Kenneth Hagin's book, The Believer's Authority, I've read it through before, like multiple times, but this time through as Pastor Nicole has been expounding on it, it's just been uh, hitting me differently that the only reason the devil can have any authority over us is if we give him that authority. You know, Jesus has already given us all authority. He's given us all things pertaining to life and to godliness. And so that means if we have all of the authority, the enemy has none, right? right? And so the only way that he can have any say in our lives is if we let him have that say. And so it's just kind of hit me in a new way. I mean, even pastor was talking a few weeks ago when he was preaching, he was talking about like dump truck thoughts and how really we're not the only way that the enemy can get like depression or, like, being overwhelmed or frustration, anything like that, into our lives. It's like he's backing this dump truck of, like, crap into our lives. You know what I mean? And the only way that he can do that is if we sign off on it and give him the authority to jump, like, to dump that on it. It's like a UPS, like, truck and like... They're not gonna be able to drop it off unless you sign off on it. And yeah. so I'm not gonna sign off on it. It's just yeah. realizing that authority that we're able to have. Yeah. so I've just been meditating on that this week.
1: Yeah. Well, as believers, once you become a Christian, once you believe on Christ, mm-hmm. all the victory that Jesus went down to hell, he got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, yeah. he got all victory, he passes that to us. Right. So whether we like, Feel like oh my goodness, I just have all this victory that Jesus got. Whether we feel like it or not, we have it. Mm-hmm. He's already given us all of that authority. Yeah. And so often I've done this totally is think I just can't help it. Mm. I just feel sad today. I today has just been a terrible day. I just can't help it. And thoughts like that are so deceptive, right? Because that's that's saying. I don't have the victory today. I'm just, I'm passing it off, like, my victory, my authority. I'm just passing it off to the devil and letting him kind of, like, do whatever he wants in my day Mm -hmm. and stuff. And passing off that authority instead of taking authority of This is my day. Right. This is my day of victory. Yeah. This is my day of new mercy, new bread that the Lord has given me. It's all our choice. Right. Jesus has already made up his mind that we have the authority. Mm -hmm. The devil can do nothing without us giving him permission or without us allowing him to. All he can try to do is deceive us into handing over the authority. Exactly. So it all comes back to our choice. Right. And that's what I don't think. It, I mean, it took me a long time to learn this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important that we fully understand right. Like how important this is. This goes from huge things to, you know, there have been people who have been at death's door mm-hmm. who realize the authority that they have in Christ, claim their healing that they have, and are completely restored right. to little things like, I'm just not feeling it mm-hmm. today. Like we had a broadcast weeks ago of... What to do when you're just not feeling it, and that was powerful, oh yeah, and that all comes back to our authority and recognizing our authority right we have authority even over little things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Pastor Nicole has been saying, uh, like feel like I feel yeah.
0: this way like this is a four letter word and we have to <laughs> treat it that way like yeah. the way that we use it, we can't just because yeah. that when we're saying that. It's putting our feelings, saying our feelings, what I'm feeling now in this situation, right. God can't do anything in it. It's greater than God. And so it's elevating it to above God's status Right. is basically what we're saying. And I know I've said, I just feel this way. I know I've said that before. <laughs> and it doesn't make it right, though. But no. we really have to change our perception of the way that we view when feelings try to be there and whenever exactly. overwhelming situations try to be there that exactly. that's not our truth. The truth is <laughs> yeah. that Jesus already he made up his mind yeah. about it and he took action on that that we yeah. already have that authority in Christ. Right. I'm I've been meditating on Ephesians um chapter 1 the end of it up. Uh, yeah which I know we had the whole broadcast buddy and marky were on earlier this week about the Ephesians 1 prayer. Yeah. Um but a little later on it says that Jesus raised us up with him. So we've already been raised up and mm-hmm. he seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Like
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the magnitude of that. Yeah. You know and like so we are just imagining and I often during morning prayer I'll imagine myself Like in heaven, seated with Jesus, because that's where my spirit is right now. Because seated with him, with that authority. Right. You know, and so just having that realization and that continual revelation, because it's something that we continually
1: need, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joni put in the comment, she said, Sydney said something really good during life group last night that was going right along with what you were just saying. Yeah. She said, you don't ask your feelings how you are doing to gauge how you are feeling. Yep. You tell your feelings how you are doing. And that—that <laughs> that is the that truth. That is really good. If we were led by our feelings, and a lot of people have, I have lived a lot of my life <laughs> being led by my feelings of, I'm doing good today. Today I'm just not feeling it. I'm doing great. I'm just not, I'm just of tired today. Mm-hmm. And... My wor- Because our words have power, mm-hmm. I actually went through a season in my life where I was exhausted. Like, there was nothing. I was falling asleep every day in the middle of the day. I was, like, 14.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, no way should I be doing this. I ate pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, like, I drank water and stuff. But it was the power of my words because one day I just felt tired. And every time someone would ask me how my day was, I said, I'm just feeling tired. And it continued into the next day. And it continued until about six months. Every time someone would ask me how my day went, how I was doing, or anything, just, just, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. I'd say, tired. Mm -hmm. And I let my words be controlled by my feelings. And the words had power over my life. I was exhausted Mm -hmm. because I kept claiming that. Whereas if what I should have done was that one day that I was just feeling tired of... I should have just had said, hey, body, you may be feeling tired, but I'm putting on the joy of the yeah. Lord right now. Lord, I ask you for strength today. Mm-hmm. You have called me to live this day to the full. So whether my feelings are trying to say I'm tired or not, I'm not going to claim that right. over myself. And after I stopped making that confession over my life, I had to believe mm-hmm. that I had received and I like... That period of time completely ended. Yeah. And it's all based off of if we're listening to our feelings. Yeah. Or if we're listening to the promises of the word. Mm -hmm. And they're real if we'll believe them. Right. That's good. You know, I went. There was a time when I
0: went through a phase when that was just like my go-to. Like, yeah. how you doing? Oh, I'm just tired. Yeah. and it's so dumb. Like, yeah. why do I feel like I have to say? I'm not calling what you're saying though, <laughs>
1: but like, it's so dumb. It was dumb. I was kidding, like, well,
0: why kidding. was I doing that? But my body would then yeah. react
1: in no, to what I was saying too. It is. It's so to powerful. It, too. Yeah.
0: Um, were you gonna say something?
1: I was gonna say. Okay. I was listening to a podcast this morning of from this pastor and he was talking specifically about how we as believers going right along what we're talking about today mm-hmm. um how we as believers have to realize that we are separated mm-hmm. from the world mm-hmm. so so often my mindset had been that like okay i'm saved but you know i'm i'm human i live by like the human wor- world like those rules and stuff and what he was saying is just to get this concept in our brains, he's like, there are two types of people in this world. There are humans Mm -hmm. and there are Christians. And we live by different rules. Mm -hmm. We live by different things. Humans and people who aren't saved, they live by their flesh. Mm -hmm. And we as Christians are not called to live by our flesh. So we can be in this world and we can be Christians and we can still try to live by the ways of Mm -hmm. the flesh and that will not bode well. That's not how we're called right. to live. So that's why we've seen so many Christians who are beat down. They look the exact same as the world. Yeah. And, one, and people will look at Christians and say, well, they don't look any different. Mm. Why should I be saved? And that's not what we're called to show. Right. Once we get saved, once we become Christians, once we become believers... We are transplanted into a new kingdom. Yeah. We are no longer children of the devil. Right. We're children of God. And there are completely different things that we must live by. Right. We're not called to live by our flesh anymore. And even though that's been habit, mm-hmm. that's been habit. But we've got to break that habit. Yeah. So when our feelings tell us how... Try to tell us how we're feeling. We've got to say no. Right. The promises of God say there is fresh bread every day. There is joy mm-hmm. available each day. Yeah. And lean on what he says. These are the rules we've got to live by. We've got to view ourselves right. as different.
0: That's good. And you can put that in the comments. I'm not of this world. I am a new creation. Yeah. That's what he's made us. Um, Pastor Nicole was even sharing, like, if we're a tither and a sower, right. we have no right to lack. That's yeah. not a right. That's not something that we can walk in, even yeah. with gas prices, you know? Like, we have no right to worry about yeah. that because we don't live by this world's economy. We live in a heavenly economy. Right. So that's not even something that phases us. No. Like, we can fill up our gas, like, our tanks of gas with, like, no worries at all because yeah. we're not a part of this economic system. <laughs> right. And this is really cool. Um, I, one thing that I did want to do was read something, Kenneth Hagen, yeah. One, Hagen, something that yeah. he had written Um, He's just awesome. I I can just read all of Kenneth Hagin's stuff. Um, So this is from the Believer's Authority. But it says, The devil does not want Christians to learn about the authority of the believer. He wants wants to continue to defeat us anytime he wants. That's why he will do everything he can to keep Christians from learning the truth about authority. He will fight us more on this subject than anything else. He knows that when we learn the truth, his heyday will be over. we will dominate him enjoying the authority that is rightfully ours and so that's why he tries to put a emotions on yeah. us for circumstances on yeah. us and even revelation in revelations it says that whenever um, Jesus brings him forth you know at the end of time we're yeah. going to say like is this the one who caused us all of this who caused yeah. all of this mess and like we're going to yeah. laugh at him you know yeah. like come on why why do we let him try right. to mess with us so much we have authority over him and he's yeah. puny you know looking at, I'm looking yeah. at the ground because he's already underneath our feet right. you know and so that's the same attitude that we don't have yeah. to wait until
1: that day to have it we <laughs> no. have that now yeah yeah we've just got to laugh honestly laughter putting on joy will fix more things than we think. Like there have been so many times Mm -hmm. that, I mean, you name whatever could try to attack and just start laughing at it. Like I'm, I'm putting this forth as a challenge or whatever. When you have something, try to start attacking your day, just laugh, just laugh at it. Because the same way that if you if you do something mm-hmm. embarrassing and someone starts laughing at you, that same, like, feeling, like, ah, I don't like that, the devil hates it. <laughs> he hates being laughed at, and he is our enemy. We are not called to show mercy with him. Oh, I don't want the devil to feel bad. <laughs> no, we have got to look at him as the enemy. Mm-hmm. And he can try to attack, but he is so stupid. Yeah. We have got all the authority already. Mm-hmm. No weapon formed against me will prosper. And I am laughing at him because he's trying mm-hmm. to attack something that's already been won. Yeah. He's tr- he's still trying to fight a battle that's already been won. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be deceived into allowing him that that. Ha- like that happening in my life mm-hmm. i'm not going to let him deceive me into thinking that i have to fight a battle that's already been yeah. won yeah so i'm i will laugh when stress tries to come on i will laugh when he tries to put sickness on because it can have no victory and we've got to have that attitude i encourage you to put on that attitude i will laugh and put that in the comments say i will laugh at the attacks of the enemy Because they're puny. No matter how big they feel, they're puny. And that's what they are. Yeah. Holly says, just laugh. (laughs) Holly's very good
0: at laughing. (laughs) Yes, she is. Jolly Holly is what we call her. But there's power in the laughter. There's power in that. Pastor was sharing on Tuesday night we need to be laughing more. We need that. And even Barrett was sharing this morning in a 6 a.m. prayer that, you know, the verse that how God sits in the heaven and laughs. And there's this cutting through in victory as we're laughing. (laughs) And, I mean, there has been times when feelings... I've been like, I feel so stupid laughing right now. <laughs> yeah. This is not a genuine laugh. I'm just yeah. putting on. But when we choose to take that step of faith, because if it's not, yeah. if we've always felt it all the time, it's not felt it. It's not going to be faith, right? Right. So it's taking that step of faith, even when we don't feel like laughing, when it feels yeah. feels put on, that's what's going to start yeah. breaking that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just I just see the visual of, like, you think of a king and... Like, this king has all authority over Mm -hmm. this kingdom. And think for a moment. He's sitting on his throne. He's been given all authority from his father, who was the king. Mm -hmm. And this puny little, like, thing tries to come in and say, hey, this kingdom is mine. Mm -hmm. What is he going to do? He has no—the little puny thing has no authority— at all. The king has all authority. He has guards there waiting to take the thing away. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that that little thing can do to take authority unless he says, oh, maybe he is right. Maybe I'm not the king. Maybe I don't have all this authority. I know my dad gave me this authority, but I messed up the other day mm-hmm. being king. So maybe I'm not meant to be the king of this mm-hmm. land. And that's, that seems ridiculous. But at the same time, that is exactly what's been given to us. Our father has given us all authority over this earth, Mm -hmm. all authority. He has made us right with Christ. And the devil is puny and already defeated. And what he's tried to do is come in and deceive. Mm -hmm. You're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You messed up the other day. You don't have the authority that your father gave you because you messed up. And that's not true at all. We may have messed up. I've messed up so much. But he has told us repent and he will make it right. He will wipe it away. Mm-hmm. He will completely wipe it away from his memory. It is gone. It's not still lingering in his memory of well, yeah, Abby did mess up the other day. So maybe maybe I shouldn't give her all authority. No, he says I w- I wipe it away. Mm-hmm. And we have all authority. We've just got to say, no, yeah. I will not allow that. Yeah. And say, put that in the comments. Say, no, I will not allow that. We've got to see ourselves as righteous. Mm-hmm. We have got to see ourselves as righteous. Because yeah. until we do, we will not know the authority that we have. That is really good. We, we can continue to let the devil beat us up because we don't think we're worthy. But Christ has made us worthy. He's paid for us to be worthy, and we've got to receive that. No matter how we feel, we have got to receive that we are worthy. Yeah, that is such a good point. Uh, Like,
0: I'm just referencing all of Pastor's (laughs) messages right now. (laughs) But he was talking about... He was preaching about whenever we allow condemnation to be there, we're not in a position to be able to receive anything because we're so us-focused. And so we're not able to receive the righteousness of Christ in us. And we're not able to boldly approach the throne of grace in time of need. And so if we're so focused in that condemnation, like I messed up yesterday or anything like that, we're not going to be able to walk fully in the authority that God has given us. And Brother Tracy talks so much about the sin consciousness and having um, a revelation of our righteousness. But if we are so sin conscious, that's focused on ourselves. Yeah. Sorry, I hit the microphone. (laughs) That's focused on ourselves and that's inward focus. That's not focused on God and how great he is. That's saying yeah. my sin and things that, the mistakes I've made is elevated above God and what he can do. Right. Sin, feelings, any of that. Right. Being inward focused like that, its saying this is too much for God to handle. Yeah, And so we're not going to be able to walk in that full no. authority that God's given us no. if unless we believe I have been made the righteousness of God and he has given me all authority.
1: Yeah. We've got to realize how the devil works mm-hmm. because he works the same way and he has for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and it's deception and it's twisting. It's taking a little bit of truth and adding a whole bunch of lie. So we'll we'll take it because of the truth but not see, like we'll take the lie as well as truth. So just like in the garden with what he did with the fruit and Eve and all that stuff, he's done the same thing. He's tried to do the same thing with us and We've allowed him for a season, but we can't allow him anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, with condemnation, I, what I have done is because I used to, like, if there's been anything I've had to overcome, it's been <laughs> condemnation because I beat myself mm. up for it. And it's because I would see the truth in, okay, I did mess up. And I would, I would think I would be humble to, to see that I did mess up, but, which is good But then he would wrap that little hill of truth Mm -hmm. up with, and because you messed up, you aren't worthy. Mm -hmm. Because you messed up, you haven't been made righteous. Because you messed up, God's mad at you right now. So you can't approach him. You can't believe for healing. You can't believe to preach his word. Whatever it is, you aren't worthy to be happy. Mm -hmm. You aren't worthy to have family and friends Like, all these stupid lies that he tries, like, to wrap around something that may or may not be true. Like, okay, sure, I did mess up, but none of that is true. Right. Because he has made me righteous. And when we get a revelation of our righteousness, it blows apart everything. It blows apart his entire plan because he's banking on us not knowing our righteousness, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, not knowing that we have been made worthy. No matter of our works, we have been made righteous. Mm -hmm. And when we know that, we will start to recognize the deception. We'll start to recognize the lies because when a thought comes, you're not good enough. (laughs) That's not the Lord because that's not what he says about me. He says, I'm righteous. He says, I am good enough because of him. Mm -hmm. And that will blow apart everything, his entire plan. Yeah. So we've we've got to take this as important. Yeah. We've got to truly take it as important. This is for everyone. He has made you righteous. Yeah, and you can put that in the
0: comments. He has made me righteous. Um, yeah. What you were saying, Hannah Sittler is um, she was sharing last night at life group yeah. how she's been able to recognize those thoughts, yeah. you know, the, recognize quickly, and that's a sign of maturity to yeah. be able to catch those thoughts quickly and be like, oh, I know the I know my Lord so like well enough that I yeah. c- can catch and recognize whenever those thoughts, those deceptive thoughts try to be there and catch them and cast yeah. them down right away. That's what we're supposed to do: cast right. down every thought that exalts itself against. Jesus. Um, But Barrett put in the comments, sin consciousness strips our ability to wield the scepter of righteousness. That's a good statement. I would think that I was being humble when you were saying that sin consciousness makes us focus on self, which ends us leading us into pride. That's true.
1: And I lived years like that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I grew up in church. Yeah. And so I would see how things would be right, things would be wrong, and I thought very black and white. And I've still had to check myself on this. Mm -hmm. But I would see right and I would see wrong. I would see that the Lord hates sin. And we should too. We should hate sin. Mm -hmm. But I would hate myself because of the Mm -hmm. sin. And I am not my flesh. It's the flesh that sins. And I would think that I was my flesh. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's not what God sees. God doesn't see us that way. He sees us, the real us, our spirit. And he, he hates sin, not us. And mm-hmm. we've got to separate us from sin. I may have messed up, but I am not headed in that direction. I am headed in the direction of righteousness. Yeah. I'm headed in the direction of God. So sure, if I tripped up along the way, whoop-dee-doo, he has already paid the price for it, and I'm leaving that in the past. Is, I'm not yeah. going to carry that along as baggage because he's not called us to carry baggage. He says, repent, leave it. Yeah. He says, if God's saying leave it, he means it. Yeah. He doesn't mince words. He's not saying it just to make us feel better, but he really wants us to carry it and feel bad for a while and then we can let go of it. No, That's, that's earthly thinking. Yeah. That's that's not of God. Yeah. And we've got to leave that in the past because as I was saying, like from personal, I, I had lived that for so many years until I realized that I am righteous, mm-hmm. that God doesn't see me that way. And then all of a sudden it changed everything. Mm-hmm. It blew apart the enemy's plans because I found out the authority I had. Yeah. I found out the authority I had and I was able to apply it because I wasn't feeling bad every mm-hmm. day. I wasn't feeling like I was unworthy mm-hmm. every day. And then I was able to pray for a headache and it actually went away because I knew it had to go mm-hmm. away because me speaking headache go away is Holy Spirit's yeah. authority coming through me. It's not on my own good works. Right. It's His authority coming through me and it had to be done and when we stop focusing on sin when we focus on him Mm -hmm. when we focus on him more all authority is ours that's good we already have it we've just got to realize it
0: Mm -hmm. and it's not a matter of paying for to get out of whatever mess that we made you know i just need to do good or be good enough for anything it's just a matter of repenting quickly that's all Pastor shares about how um, I think four different people at like two different meetings came up to him and said, you know, God wants you to know he's pleased with you. And that didn't really like stick out to him. He's like, why? Like, okay, cool. Um, But the Lord showed him, he's like, I'm pleased with you because when you mess up, you repent quickly. And that's all it is. It's It's not God being like, you must be this perfect thing and never like mess up. Yeah. He expects us to keep growing and keep walking in holiness, but we just repent quickly, and that's it. Like, there's yeah. no payment process in it, no. and we have that authority. We are that righteousness. It's as simple as that. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's so cool. It's, it's the world, and it's the flesh that makes us want to pay for everything. Yeah. That tries to deceive us into thinking that yeah. we have to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus has already paid the price. Yeah. He's paid the price for our righteousness. Mm-hmm. All that he asks us to do is receive it. Yeah. And we've got to learn how to be good receivers. <laughs> That's something That's I, had also, I had also struggled with. Of, okay, now, now I know I just need to receive it. <laughs> Am I worthy to receive it? <laughs> that is such a stupid thought. And we, we can't think that. Mm-hmm. He says, just receive it. Mm-hmm. And we have to receive it by faith. That's how he calls us to do everything. Mm -hmm. So once again, full circle back to feelings. We can't be led by feelings of, okay, I receive my righteousness. I feel the same. (laughs) That's that's what I did. I was like, as I was getting this revelation, and I've still done this in the past, but as I was getting it, I was, okay, I feel the same. Must not have worked. Oh, well. And it's that's relying on sight. That's a good point. Like, like I think about the story of after, well, like after Jesus resurrected and mm-hmm. uh, doubt, Thomas, doubting oh, yeah. Thomas. And we see, I have to say doubting to remember his name. Poor Thomas. That's how <laughs> Poor we Thomas. all know. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, serious that's how we all think of him. Doubting Thomas. Oh, little Thomas. Oh, Thomas, I would never do that. And then... And then I realized that that's exactly what I was doing. Because he was relying on sight. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was relying on feelings to prove to him that Jesus was risen. Yeah. And we think, Psh, I would never do that, Thomas. You're so silly. And then I was relying on my feelings to tell me that I was righteous. How, yeah. how like crazy is that? It doesn't even make logical sense. Yeah. But as soon as Holy Spirit was like, hey, you're relying on your feelings. Mm-hmm. I said, rely on faith. <laughs> rely on me. It all made sense Mm -hmm. because that's what we're called to do. I take this righteousness by faith. Whether I feel it or whether I don't feel it doesn't matter to me Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me in the least bit because I know that he said, if God said that we have something, do we have it or do we not have it? We have it. And that goes back to faith. Do I really and truly trust God. And I had to check myself on that because I, I would have said, if God says something, do I have it? Of course I have it. But then I doubted that mm-hmm. I had it. And I had to really check my trust mm-hmm. in God. Do I trust that when God says I have something, he's not just saying words. I actually have it. Mm-hmm. Or do I not? And we've got to check ourselves. Do I really trust God? Right. Do I really have faith in God? Because mm-hmm. when he says I'm righteous, I better believe I'm righteous. Mm-hmm. I am righteous. And when I know when I say that out of my, like, out of my mouth, I have it. Like, mm-hmm. I, there is no doubt in my mind. I'm not just saying like, Ooh, I'm righteous, I'm righteous, I'm righteous. Maybe if I say it enough, I will be righteous. I know that I have it. And that's faith. That's not, okay, I feel righteous today, yeah. so I am righteous. Yeah. And that changes Mm everything. It's like the weather outside, for instance. Like, we can look on our weather app right now. Mm -hmm. I can look right now. Let's see. What does it say it is outside? It says it's 40. Just kidding. It's not 40. It (laughs) It says it's 72. That's better. 72 (laughs) degrees outside. Praise God. He loves us. So I know that's a fact. Mm -hmm. I'm believing it by faith. Is it 72? Do I feel like it's 72 right now? No, I feel like it's like 67 (laughs) in here. (laughs) But I know that the facts are that this weather app says it is 72 degrees outside. So whether I'm inside right now and can feel the 72 degrees or if I step outside right now and actually feel it, it's not based off of my feelings Mm -hmm. that I know it's 72 outside. It's Mm -hmm. based off of I trust this weather app. Mm-hmm. I trust that it says it's 72. So I know it's 72, whether I feel a little chilly right now, mm-hmm. in all honesty, or if I go outside <laughs> and I feel, oh, my gosh, it's 72. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves me. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing with faith. Yeah. It's the same thing with righteousness. That's Our feelings good. may feel great one day. I'm, I'm righteous. I just read my Bible for two hours. I feel it. Or I just woke up I'm not feeling it. But that doesn't change mm-hmm. whether we're righteous or that not. That is good.
0: Oh, one of my favorite, as you're talking, like, <laughs> about walking by faith and not by sight, it makes me think of Smith Wigglesworth. And this is, yeah. like, one of my favorite stories. And honestly, like, as we're talking about authority and talking about the authority that as we have as, as believers, we yeah. can put faith towards laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover faith in laying hands on people and they're filled with the spirit like that's not just something that pastors are supposed to do um but anyway so thinking about smith wigglesworth he started out as a plumber (laughs) yeah you know but he just got on fire for the lord and one of my favorite stories was when he was in ministry for a while and uh he called and i'm pretty sure we've shared this on here but it's like one of my favorite he called this woman forward and she had like this huge tumor in her stomach. And it looked like she was pregnant, but she wasn't. It was just, like, a huge tumor. And he got the word from the Lord to cast that spirit of infirmity out of her. Yeah. And so... What was that? Okay. Um, And so he did. He laid hands on her, and, like... um, I might be butchering it, but I'm, like... From what I remember. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, buddy. Um, But... And, like, she... I think he, like... He, like, put his hands... She fell out... um, Nothing happened. Mm -hmm. He said, pick her up. Oh, no, he hit the tumor. I'm pretty sure he hit... Yeah, Yeah. he hit the tumor. He, like, hit it. It was violent, okay? (laughs) More to the story. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and then he had the ushers drop her. And then, um... Because she couldn't stand up. Thank you guys for adding to the story. (laughs) And nothing happened. The tumor was still there. And so he says, pick her up. And the ushers were like, okay. So they picked her up. He hit the tumor again. And... They told her to drop her, and she was still there with the tumor on. And, like, obviously, yeah, it happened, like, five times. And...
1: And the ushers, like, started saying, like, this is abuse. The ushers didn't want to do it.
0: Uh -uh. People are yelling from the crowd, like, stop, like, for the love of God. Just stop, like, (laughs) just leave her be. But he had a word from the Lord. He wasn't living by sight. He was living by faith. And that faith and the word that God gave him right then to to, to do this, to continue to do it every time. I'm sure he was seeking the Lord each time. You want me to pick her up again? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like fifth or sixth time. I don't know exactly. He did it. That tumor fell off of her. And she right. was healed. Completely. And Completely. He completely healed. That tumor was gone. Yeah. Um, But if he had listened to the crowd in this service yelling at him, stop. The ushers like, I don't want to pick her up again. Like, you're wrong. If he had listened to them, that lady would not have gotten healed. But he kept his eye focused on the word. And this is a man who started out as a plumber, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And the mighty things that he did for the Lord. He got saved as an adult. His wife got saved first. Uh, he didn't super love what she was preaching, <laughs> and so he made yeah. her sleep outside one night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the the miracles God can do through us right. because He's given us that authority. That same the same things that Smith Wigglesworth did, that we can do that. Yeah. I mean, what Jesus did, He said we yeah. do even greater works than Him. Yeah. That belongs to us, but it starts with the taking the thoughts captive right. not relying on our feelings don't despise the day of small beginnings when yeah. we're taking a thoughts captive because that's what it takes pastor yeah. says more than anything people leave the ministry because they're not taking thoughts captive right and so these little yeah. things not giving into our feelings not giving into the emotions of everyday this is what continues to yeah. grow us, to make us more mature in the Lord. Yeah. And we're going to be doing those things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we have that authority.
1: And these are all things found in his word. Mm-hmm. And these are all things that we've heard probably a thousand times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like meditate mm-hmm. on my words day and night. Think on things that are worthy of praise. We've heard these and we've thought, okay, yeah, I do that. And kind of set it to the side and thought that's element- elementary. Mm-hmm. Elementary however you say it <laughs> but it's foundational. Mm-hmm. we've one one thing that I hear so much is we've got to get good at the basics, yeah if we that's good. we can focus on all this like crazy stuff and try to like put all of our efforts in these crazy things, but what what is so important is focusing on the basics. Let mm-hmm. me build a foundation because the foundation of a house is so important mm-hmm. you you may be building a house and think, oh, I just can't wait to get the walls up, because then it'll start to look like a real house. Can't wait to get the roof up, because it don't look like a real house. And we can get impatient sometimes, mm. we can feel impatient, but we've got to build a strong foundation. Because mm. when we build a foundation in, I am righteous. Yeah. I take my thoughts captive. Yeah. I don't let deceptive thoughts yeah. live there. I don't yeah. meditate on thoughts that may be not God. Mm-hmm. I don't meditate on thoughts that, well, they don't line up with the word, but maybe it is true. Mm-hmm. I don't meditate on things like that. We've got to make that choice to lay a strong foundation. Get good at the basics and all the other things will yeah, follow. That's but good. we've got to get a strong foundation. We've got to get good at the basics and not think for a moment, pridefully, well, I've been a Christian for too long to focus on this stuff. That's good To think, I am a better Christian than to have my focus be on these small things like my thoughts. Thoughts are huge things. Yeah. They, they like, create what's in our heart. Mm-hmm. And out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what we meditate on is ultimately what will become our heart, mm-hmm. which will become what we speak. Our reality. And it'll become our reality. And what we speak has so much power. Yeah. We've got to meditate on the basics. We've got to meditate on the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. We've got to meditate on how we're completely righteous in yeah, Christ. That's good. I like what you
0: said. Um, I just lost my. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, train. <laughs> no, but really, like we we do. We want to build the the walls and the roof and right. everything to build this house. But the those who labor. Uh, and I know the verse. Yeah. the like, Labor is labor in vain when yeah. you try to build your own house. Yes. I know the verse. Yes. Um, but it is the foundation right. that matters. And we might have this idea of a foundation for a cute little house with a roof and a fence and stuff. And we have that foundation. But, and we're like, well, I have the foundation for that. But God wants to make an even greater foundation right. that can hold a mansion or a skyscraper, and so He's going to keep working on us, and He's going to keep taking us back to the basics, yeah. so that we can continue to have that solid foundation for the even greater picture beyond what we can see, because we have to have faith to see it. You know, if we can yeah. just picture a little house, that doesn't create a whole, that doesn't require a whole lot of faith. But he's building that foundation, and that's the thoughts. That's the yeah. taking feelings, emotions, captive, all of that. And it's just that that foundation that he's working on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Barrett said in the comments, Brother Copeland preached that consistently a few yes. years ago. It's time to get back to the basics. Those are my favorites. Those were good. That's yeah, so true. One of, um, one of the first words that uh, Brother Tracy told me is, You've got to focus on your foundation. And that applies to everyone. Yeah. We can't want, we can't be focused so much on, I want to reach out so far that we don't build roots. You, you think, well, think about strongholds, for instance. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this yesterday. Strongholds. And we can have good strongholds or we can have bad strongholds. We want to build the basics of, of good strongholds. We want these basics yeah. of the word to be strongholds. Yeah. And I think like a tree, you think of like a you know a sapling tree or something. It's got roots, like, but if you like pull it up, like it'll pull up pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But you think of an oak tree that's been there a hundred years and it keeps getting fed, it keeps getting nutrients, keeps getting water. If you try to pull that, you're not gonna pull it up. Mm-hmm. It will tear up everything around it before it would ever get pulled up. That thing is not going anywhere Mm -hmm. because it's so deeply rooted in that surrounding area. We've got to let the basics of the word, we've got to meditate on them so much that they become good strongholds Mm -hmm. in our life that it is so deeply rooted in our minds that nothing will deceive us Nothing can convince us of anything but the truth of what God says over us. So I just encourage everyone to meditate on what God says about you. He says you are righteous. And even if we say, okay, I have an understanding of this next, uh, keep meditating on it. Because there is still so much more revelation that's available. Mm -hmm. Keep meditating. I am righteous. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? I am completely righteous. And I just encourage everyone, I'm going to yeah. keep doing this. We need to meditate right. on how much we're righteous. And let that get rooted in us. Yeah. So that whenever a thought of the enemy may try to come against us, we laugh. Yeah, That is the stupidest thing I've heard in my entire life. Because I know just the opposite mm-hmm. is true. I know just the opposite
0: that is true. That is good.
1: The king of kings says that I am righteous. So I and righteous. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Put a
0: hands in the, hands up in the comment or fire in the comment (laughs) if this blessed you today. I know I was receiving today. It was really good.
1: Me too. too. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, do you have anything else that you want? No. No, I'm good. Well, I'm going to pray a blessing over. Amen. Over (laughs) y'all. Father, I thank you so much for that you have given us all things pertaining to life and to godliness. I thank you that you have raised us up and seated us with you in the heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, that we're already seated there. Father, I thank you for every person watching. Lord, I thank you for your blessing over them, Lord. I thank you that you have given them all authority, Lord. I thank you that you have given them the joy of the Lord, which is their strength. Lord, I thank you that they laugh. I thank you that we laugh because we don't worry one bit about the thoughts or the circumstances that the enemy tries to put in our way, but that you are going before us, making every crooked path straight. And I thank you for the authority that you have given to us. In
1: Jesus' name, amen. 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 This was awesome. Yeah. And I, I, it's just, it's so joyful to think about. Like le- so like awful. leaving this, I just have so much joy because mm-hmm. we have, we have everything we need. Mm-hmm. It's just so wonderful. But yeah. guys, as we're saying adios, we want to make it available to you. If God's putting it on your heart to sow into this word, to sow into what this broadcast is doing all over the world, then we want to make it easy for you if he's putting it on your heart. If you have no leading to do so, there is no pressure at all. So we'll put it down here. Look, there it was. You can go to giveww.org. We have Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. You can give online. You can text to give. You can give cryptocurrency. Soon you'll be able to give NFTs like Pretty awesome stuff if you want to, but there is no pressure again at all. And um, you want to pray over just their sure. giving, yeah. the sowing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Father,
0: I thank you that every person who is so a sower and a tither, Lord, I thank you that they have no right to lack. Lord, I thank you for blessing the seed that they're sowing, Lord, and I thank you for the harvest that is coming back to them quickly Father, and I thank you that they lack no good thing. I thank you that the blessing of the Lord, which is on them, gives generously. Thank you, Father, that the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and adds no sorrow to it. So, Lord, I thank you for the blessing on that seed and that there is a quick harvest for them. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. 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 We love you, guys. We love you. We just love you so much. If you're like, hey, I'm going to miss you guys tomorrow because we'll, we won't be on. We have like 800 videos. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go back, watch any of our previous broadcasts. But we will see you guys again on Monday. And Buddy has some
2: important things to you. Yeah. We're going to go to him. We'll see you Monday. Just kidding. There's more. We want to let you guys know that we are hosting an Easter egg hunt here at Boomerang Church on Saturday. April 15th, 16th, 15th, 16th, I know dates, Saturday, April 16th here at Boomerang Church. Uh, If you are going to be in the area, we want to invite you to become a part of that because it's. and that's going to be followed up by our special Easter Resurrection Sunday service at Boomerang Church. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be Sunday, April 17th at 10 a.m. We hope to see you guys there, but until then, uh, watch all the videos that we have. Well, I don't think I mean you probably have plenty of time to watch all the videos. watch them all in sequence without stopping between now. Oh yeah, yeah, um, between now and uh, Easter. But anyway, we also want to let you guys know that we will be having uh, starting next week, we're going to be having some chats with different pastors in the area. Uh, we'll be starting that next week and it might continue on. Uh, throughout the next couple weeks. Uh, we'll have just pastors here and there here on the broadcast. So make sure you join us next uh, Monday. We're going to have our first pastors chat with Pastor Paul Jenkins. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we will see you on Monday at 1130 for Lunch Plus. Have a great weekend, everyone.
1: I'm a tough i Never
2: a fair, 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 in Never 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 never
1: I'll <laughs> see